0: You know, sometimes what you know you want to experience, like this really deep desire, this deep intention or goal or dream, feels just out of reach because of one small component, trust. We seem to think that if we hold on so tightly or try to manipulate or try to create a situation where something can work out, It'll happen for us. And really, the sweet spot lies in trust. So all of my over-preparers, perfectionists, all you incredible impatient manifestors out there who really just want the evidence that what I'm doing is the right thing, will someone just tell me that this is the right path? I'm here to tell you that the magic lies on the other side of trust. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. It's your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and this is the podcast where we put happiness first. I help high-achieving, deeply passionate healthcare professionals like you rediscover their happiness and their freedom. Join me in conversations with experts to uncover our unique definition of happiness and answer the question, is there really such a thing as work-life balance? (laughs) If you've heard yourself saying, you know, I'll be happy when... Well, my friend, the time is now. Time to step out of the busyness of your life and time to step into the business of happiness. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be an incredible, incredible day. I was at a really great meeting this past weekend. It was called Expansion 2024. It was a beautiful conference of dental professionals and speakers and consultants. We were coming together under a very... Interesting new perspective and direction, and that was around alignment with self. And a little bit of spirituality was in there, which was fascinating from a dental perspective. But really, how do we empower ourselves more? There were some incredible speakers speaking about somatic work, body work. I was there talking about nervous system regulation and how we can understand our bodies and what stress does to us and how getting in alignment with our higher selves requires us to also be aware of what's happening in our bodies. And then there were some really cool speakers who were also doing some meditation guidance and visualization exercises. It was really awesome. All with the same intention of helping one another realize our dreams, right? Be, do the things we need to do Be the people we need to be so that we can have the impact on the world that we have this deep desire to do. So, you know, when I was getting ready for this, it was taking place in the first week of January. Over Christmas break, I had set up some time for me to be completely disconnected from work. Created a full week step away. And I love, love, love that practice. I've been doing it for, poof maybe 10 years now, where I just shut everything down between Christmas and New Year's. It's my family time. I don't do work. If anything, I do, you know, some exciting visualization. I do some reflection on my business and my goals for the upcoming year, but I am not working in the business at all. I'm whatever the business is, whether it was in my orthodontic practice or in my business of happiness coaching practice or my speaking practice or podcasting. That week is sacred. So, leading up to this beautiful conference that I was so excited for, and I was giving the keynote speech for, I found myself being slightly less prepared than I have been for other big conferences where I was literally the keynote speaker. So, this is kind of a big deal, and I care about this deeply. And I had to really lean into trust the entire week that I was on break. I had to trust that taking that time for me was actually the right thing to do, taking that time for my family and not get back into that old mindset that was so easily whispering in the back of my mind of, oh, you're not prepared. You're not doing enough. You're not, You're not going to be ready. You're not good enough. Is that interesting how often that same voice comes back? It reminded me of so many times when I would have some anxiety before patients, treating patients early on in my career, when I think, you haven't studied enough. You haven't prepared enough or with their treatment plans. You haven't gone over their treatment plan enough. You're not ready for this. Or when I gave, you know, meetings, held meetings with my team members and I thought, oh my gosh, Taryn, you haven't done enough. Every time I would have that thought and buy into that belief, it would amp up my sympathetic nervous system response and I'd go straight into fight or flight. And guess what? It wouldn't come out the way it should. I found myself either tripping over my words or fumbling or messing things up or having complete blank brain, which we know blank brain is just an expression of freeze. The freeze response. But that narrative of you don't know enough, you're not prepared enough, you're not good enough follows us, if it's been a part of your old narrative, into any new situation that pushes you outside your comfort zone. So I had to really lean in on this vacation, keep reminding myself. It was an active practice every day. I'd get up and I'd think, oh my gosh, I need to sit and prepare this thing. And then I had to remind myself, Taryn, you're safe. Lean in. Trust. Trust. And when I say trust, I was really learning to trust myself. Trust myself that I was prepared enough. That that story that was running around in the back of my head was an old story that really is not true. Really remembering that Everything that you have done that I had done in my whole life had brought me to this point, and that this was the point, and I was exactly where I should be at the right time. And now I'd be ready to step into a new, more evolved version of myself, knowing that I'm fully prepared. See, the power and the magic lies on the other side of learning to have self trust. And you know, if there's one thing that I hear the most often from my coaching clients, incredible men and women with decades of expertise behind them, very high achieving dentists and doctors and speakers and hygienists who are entrepreneurs, these men and women who have created amazing things. One of the most common challenges that I hear over and over again is this fear behind trusting themselves. I just don't trust myself. How do I get in alignment with my intuition? How do I know that what I want is the best for everyone else? How do I trust that it's going to unfold? That what I'm putting all my energy towards will finally happen? It's so difficult, right? When we think, I really want this thing, but the evidence all around me is showing me I don't have it yet, especially if you're a growth Minded, incredible entrepreneur who wants to continually be evolving, especially if you're trying to evolve the relationships in your life and create new things. Creatives have trouble with this as well. Trusting myself. Imagine an artist right now who's making a beautiful painting. She has to trust that this will. Speak to someone outside of her. She has to pour herself into the painting and not limit herself by what she thinks other people will expect of her. You know, at the same conference that I went to, there was a great speaker who was also sharing the stage with us. And um, she was just reminding us of these moments that change and shape our lives. So shout out to Kelly Burns. She was reminding us that there are really three types of moments that change our lives, that make big impact in how we see ourselves. And those are mirror moments, window moments, and sliding door moments. And the mirror moments are in reflection of what's happening outside of us or a relationship that reflects back to us insight into ourselves. You know those mirror moments when you meet someone or you have an interaction with someone and suddenly you have deeper insight into who you are. Oh wow, that just showed me who I was. So let's go to speaking for a moment. When you're speaking on stage and someone says to someone lights up and you see it in their eyes and you see you've really made an impact, or a patient in your chair. And you really see how your efforts, your healing, your talent, your personality has positively or negatively impacted them. That's a mirror moment, a reflection of, oh, wow, now I see myself. We might even have that in a conversation with someone, might be with your sister or your kid. When you have a reflection, oh, that's the power I have within me. Or that's the challenge I have within me to grow beyond. Those are mirror moments. And then we have window moments. And window moments is when we get to peek through a window at someone else. When we see someone else's experience and we gain new perspective. Another moment of growth, right? Anytime you give yourself permission to have new perspective beyond your own, that is an opportunity for growth. That's why I love traveling, right? Whenever I travel, I see how other people live. I get a new perspective. That's what we do when we open ourselves up to conversation with someone who has a completely different opinion from ours. When we open our hearts and we create safety in conversation with someone who sees life differently. Or when we allow ourselves to be very present with a patient, to hear their perspective. Presence allows for window moments. We can step outside of, this is my little story in my house. That is true for me. But let me look through the window to see and understand and learn about yours. A different upbringing, a different mindset, a different background and experience. Those are window moments that allow us to grow and change and evolve if we allow it. And then there are sliding door moments. And sliding door moments are those moments when you step through a sliding door, life offers you an event or piece of insight or something happened that when you walk through that door, you are forever changed. In psychology, this is the idea of moments that change and alter us that might have looked different. In other words, that sliding door that might have closed, and if you didn't step through it, you wouldn't have changed. But once you step through it, you're no longer the same person. So maybe you've had that experience where an event changed your life. So for, not, for some people, 9-11 was a sliding door moment. Um, For some people, the birth of their child was a sliding door moment. Some people, choosing and saying yes to dentistry or medicine was a sliding door moment. A moment where you stepped through a door willingly and allowed it to change you forever. I'm bringing this up because trust puts us in the driver's seat of sliding door moments. We can use the concept of self-trust as an opportunity to choose greater growth and expansion simply by calming ourselves down in those moments of self-doubt and choosing trust. Dr. John Gottman, relationship expert, uses sliding door moments in terms of relationships. And so when he talks about sliding door moments, he talks about those moments that are fleeting moments with a loved one. So in relationship psychology, I think he talks about this moment where he was really excited to go back to reading his book and he was just kind of walking through the house, excited to get back to the next chapter in his book. And as he was walking to the living room, he saw, he caught a glimpse, his peripheral vision of his wife standing in the bathroom, looking in the mirror. She had a really sad look on her face and he's on his way to read the rest of his book. And as he did, that was a sliding door moment with his wife. He caught a glimpse of her looking a little sad. He reached out and put his arm around her and gave her a hug. In that moment, he established deeper trust in the relationship. He chose to pause in that sliding door moment. If he had kept walking, nothing would have changed. He would have gone to read his book. But in that moment, he caught a glimpse of her, noticed she needed a little love, gave her a little love, a little hug, and in doing so, created deeper trust in the relationship. We get to do the same in our relationship with ourselves when we catch those sliding door moments. And for me, those sliding door moments happened every single day on my vacation, and then leading up to my talk, every sometimes sliding door moments happen in repetition, in rapid fire, where we get to choose ourselves again and again and again. And what's so exciting about those sliding door moments on repetition, they rapid fire build growth and evolution in terms of self-trust. So it's so interesting because we can be in those moments and it feels heavy feels like, oh my gosh, this is hard. Every day I have to say yes to my dreams and every day I have no evidence that it's working for me, right? I would wake up every day on vacation with the same thought of, oh my gosh, I'm not getting ready. I need to get ready. I need to take a couple hours today, even though I've created these boundaries for my downtime, I need to prepare for this talk. I have no evidence that my talk is developing. It wasn't wasn't suddenly growing magically in my, in my uh, Word document, right? Every day, and every day we wake up, we think, there's this dream that I'm heading towards. I am actively putting it in my vibration, putting it out to the universe. I have to trust that it's going to take place. And yes, of course, there requires action. No, no manifestation happens without action. I needed to actually write that Talk at some point, it wasn't magically going to form. But the trust in yourself is the requirement for growth. Trust that you can take the time for yourself. Trust that your expertise and all the years of knowledge and practice at your craft has prepared you beautifully for this moment that you don't have to overprepare. See, this is when we talk about work-life blending, when we choose to put in self-care and rest and downtime with intention, because we know that there can be no beautiful evolution and growth and output and service without taking care of ourselves. So when you've created those downtimes, then honoring your boundaries that you've set, But if the old stories keep creeping in, saying you're not prepared, you're not ready, that's when we get to lean into self-trust. And it's a practice. Self-trust doesn't come overnight, especially if that's not been your pattern for decades. If you've been leaving it up to the experts thinking, they know better than me. Or if you felt, I'm never good enough, And I really need to be polished to show up, to be accepted and loved and appreciated. Every time we feel the inadequacy and we feel the need to overdo, overachieve, overprepare, those are the immediate indicator lights to lean into self-trust. Those are the sliding door moments we get to create for ourselves. We get to choose self-trust. And it was so cool because every day on my vacation was difficult to put work down and say, no, I'm choosing my family and my rest. And I'm going to trust that when I get back to work, that I will have everything in me that I already need. Everything I need is already there and that I'll be able to just create this beautiful talk. And guess what? I did. But I could not have done so from a place of pressure or stress or self-sacrifice. Could not have. I needed to allow myself to lean into trust. So what would it look like to trust yourself more? You have these beautiful dreams and desires. I know you've created some intentions for 2024. I know you have a dream that's sitting on your heart. And you are so much more capable than you give yourself credit for. So much more capable. I mean, look at all the incredible things you've already done. Look at all the things you've already come through. All the obstacles that you've already climbed, surmounted, and overcome. It's incredible. You are so powerful. What would it take to allow yourself to trust yourself more? Trust your dreams and desires. Trust your instinct. And where can you be practicing that? Where can you find those sliding door moments, those little moments in the day where you could catch yourself in the mirror. Build that relationship with yourself and offer yourself more trust. This is how we build self-confidence. This is how we build self-worth. As you look into the week ahead, I'd love you to remember these three precious moments. These window moments and mirror moments and sliding door moments. And just identify for yourself as you do. We're so lucky in medicine dentistry working with patients on a daily basis because we get to practice the first two really well, the mirror moments and the window moments. But then we also get to create for ourselves those sliding door moments, moments that will change us forever, even if they're little minor sliding doors. We get to lean into them with self-trust and literally shape who we are becoming remember enormous part of this is giving yourself permission to feel good always I and mean, that's it right self trust is leaning into feeling good so when you feel good you can do good okay we know that when you trust yourself more that's when the magic really begins to happen and manifestation of your dreams starts to happen at quantum speed. Thank you for listening to the Business of Happiness podcast. If this episode brought you new perspective and value, I invite you to subscribe so that you catch all upcoming episodes and leave us a review. And if you know of a friend or colleague who could benefit from this perspective, share this episode with them and empower their day. For more information about the Business of Happiness, and the Radical Happiness for Practitioners course. Find me on www.thebizofhappiness.com. See you there.